And blessings, good people, and welcome to Father Should, a podcast where we discuss everything pertaining to fatherhood in 20 today. I am your host, Fleming. And I am your co-host, Ms. Vaughn. Today's topic will be forgive thy father. Forgiveness. Yeah. That is, um... It's a tough thing for some people. It seems to be a tough thing for a lot of people, um, from what I've seen. Like, you know, I think... I think the 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 outlook on it is that it's like you know if you're it almost seems like a weakness like if right, I forgive you for like, it, right, like I'm I, being I, weak or or um you know you're not taking like like I'm 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 absolving you of taking ownership of what you yeah, did exactly. you know like and that is actually so far from the truth of the matter mm-hmm. um there was a quote uh, that I saw from uh, Lewis uh, Smeeds, um, which I really just, it, it, it stood out to me because it was very uh, telling. And it said, uh, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. You know, which when I read it, I was like, fuck, like that's, that's, that's some truth. That's, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. to be honest, that's what it is. Yeah. And to think like, you know, especially... And the hardest forgiveness is to be with the people who you love. True. True. Like, and your hardest forgiveness is like, let's just be honest, it's your parents. Like, oh, absolutely. Because not only you forgiving them, but they forgiving you. Right. Like, to understand that. My sister says it all the time. Uh, she, she used to say this about my grandmother. And this is my mother's mother. And to say... My grandmother was a trip and a half. Mm-hmm. She was a trip and a half. Like she was just, it, it, she was a lot. Yeah. And it used to always, you know, and I definitely had my friends, grandmothers. I'm like, why don't she act like that? Like, why is she not, she not a grandmother like they are. And my sister said, she was like, she is who she is. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, she's too old to change who she is. Right. So, you kind of have to adjust yourself to especially i think yeah. especially when it comes to to elders right like oh my like like my grandfather like you know loving to death my grandfather is 91 right you That's know a That's a no a, a absolutely wonderful thing um and feisty is all all fucking get out um but i could count on one hand how many times I've actually heard my grandfather say the words, I love you, right? Mm. And it's not to say that he doesn't, right? right? Like, you know he does. His actions show that he does, but it's like... That verbalization. Yeah, not- but it doesn't prevent me from saying it to him, right. you know? Like, so it's like, hey, and, and, and it's like, you know, I, I think that... I think a lot of times, like people approach us on this, like you know, I'm gonna, I'm saying it because I'm expecting to hear you say it back, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not it. I'm saying it because it's truly how it is that I feel, right? I don't, I, I'm not expecting to hear it from him. If I do, great. 
right? It's great. But I don't go into it expecting to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, when we're talking about forgiveness, I think a lot of people, it's like, you That's know, what they expect. It's right. And it's just like, it's this. like, it's like, it's no. like you had this, it's like you, you're, you're, it's like in order to give it, I'm expecting to get this from it to give you that, mm-hmm. right? For me to say that, hey, I forgive you means that I expect something in return from you that's going to prove to me or say to me in that moment that I give you forgiveness that you're never going to do this ever again. And it's not necessarily the case, you know, it's a, you know, like, like, I don't think, you know, like there are some people out there that I think just purposely set out to hurt other people. Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, you have those people, but I think that you also have people that literally it's like, you know, it's like they don't intend to do it and just, you know, situation just happens and, you know, maybe they didn't necessarily know how to handle it. And I think from, from a parent standpoint, right. Um, especially as a father, right? I know that there were like like my journey between between me and my father as far as like when we talk about forgiveness, like it was just that. It was a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't it wasn't an overnight thing, you know, it wasn't over the course of like five, but it literally and I had to come to it, you know, like I had to come to it. Um, as far as really understanding what it meant to, to, to forgive, you know. Um, and like there was one time I used to go to um, Power Lunch, right? It was um, uh, something that was le- uh, led by um, Pastor uh, Watley, you know, who's over uh, Kingdom Fellowship uh, now, which formerly Reed Temple North. Um, but he, he had given a sermon one time and he said, you know, he said, think about the person that has wronged you, right? Because I want y'all to take, take a moment. Think about the person that has wronged you. And then ask yourself, are you, can you accept that person just for how they are? Mm-hmm. If they were to never, ever change, mm-hmm. you know, are you able to accept that person for how they are? You know, and when he said it, all I could think about was my dad, you know, and I don't think he and I were talking at the time, you know. And I had to think about it. I was just like, wow, like, you know, it, it put some things in, into perspective as far as as thinking about our family history. Right. It's hard to it's hard for me to expect my father to be something that he was never really shown mm-hmm. how to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. He didn't get. He wasn't raised by 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 his his parents. He was actually raised by by his grandparents. You know, and not that not that his grandparents didn't love him, but it's a different dynamic. It's a, it's a different type. You of know, it's a, it's a different type of right. Exactly, love, exactly. Like. You know, um, so you know, so from when 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 I started to understand that and accept that, it was just like, huh. It started to make sense. You know, it started to help me, right deal with that whatever those anger whatever that anger may have been or whatever that resentment might have been and like you know it definitely helped me to deal with that by just simply expect accepting the fact that hey you know what my dad is human mm-hmm. and, you know like your parents aren't, aren't, aren't super here right. they're, they're not you know um they are literally people who one day, as a result of whatever reason, decide to make the decision to become yes. 
parents, you you know, and, you know, becoming a parent, like, there's no, there's, I mean, granted, there's books that's written, you know, but I don't think that any of those books really, like, they, they, they sort of kind of speak to, maybe I think the generalization of what we're going to go through, okay, short crying moments, you know, changing diapers, you know, kids throwing a fit, or, you know, whatever that case is, maybe as far as for parents trying to have a better understanding as into what to expect when they become parents, mm-hmm. right? But every kid is different. Mm-hmm. Every kid is different. Every situation is different, while they may have certain similarities, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, like when I hear you talk about, you know, like your nephew and stuff, and it's like, you know, and I think to myself, like, oh my God, like, okay, so all boys go through this as far as like, you know, not putting freaking deodorant on, like just rolling out the house with no damn deodorant. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things you're like, so like, you like, so like, 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 really? You didn't think to put no damn deodorant on? Like, so I hell? knew I was smelling something, but you was like, no, I took a shower. But you ain't got no deodorant on. Right, like, right. Or you put lotion on, but you only put it on like half of your face. Right. What about that? Right. So, so you just miss your body? Absolutely. You know, so, I'm so, sorry, we you know, go no, back. absolutely. But no, but, but with that, right? Like, it's, it's, it is. And again, I think being a kid, like, there's no, there's no book for us when it comes to dealing with parents. And you know what? It's it's really no book dealing with becoming like it's that in between stage, right? Like, say for instance, it's that when you hit that teen years to like your twenties, mm-hmm. because at that point it's just like you have your parents, and they're still your parents, but however. You're becoming, you're transitioning into this adult. Mm-hmm. And what is so messed up is that you're treated like a kid forever. <laughs> like you're literally treated like you a are. kid. You gotta, you know, tell somebody where you're going. You gotta do, you're literally treated like a kid. And right. then all of a sudden you become 18. It's like, well, you an adult, take care of yourself. And it's like, bruh. How am I supposed to take care of myself when you wouldn't let me do anything? Like, right. I I mean, I literally had, I will never forget, I had friends who parents would not let them go um, on public transportation, like the CTA, which was amazing to me. It's like, well, how do you get around? Well, my parents drop me off everywhere. Okay, so what if they can't? What would you do? Like, right. it was just, it was kind of like Yo. that basic understanding of, right what are you really doing? Right. Like you're making them ill prepared. So then it's like, okay, so then all of a sudden I'm made into this adult Mm -hmm. and to say I'm ill prepared and everything else. So of course then I'm pissed at my parents (laughs) because I'm ill prepared to be this 18 year old adult. And it's all your fault. You know, I can't, it's like every time I come to you, well, like I need some money. Don't you work for it? Well, no, you. I didn't get a job because you was just like, oh, you want me to focus on school? And right, okay, right. I'm done with school. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't understand how to pay no bill. It's just, it's stuff like that. And you literally, you kind of, or I've known some people who literally have created resentment for their parents because they gave them too much of a shelter life. Mm-hmm. And to say that it turned into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally... They were mad at their parents because, you know, they were, you know, very strict on certain things and didn't let them experience. So then you created this resentment towards your parents because, you know, they wanted you to have a better life. True enough, they kind of ill prepare you for it, but you, this is your resentment towards your parents. This is what, like, Mm -hmm. so, and, and it's just like, 
you know, I had a friend and her process of forgiving it was just understanding like she had to take responsibility for something. Right. Like, right. and I think that's where a lot of that comes from, especially when at that in-between stage of your parents, because, you know, I was 13. I had a little bit of a boobies. You know, boys was liking me. You couldn't tell me nothing, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought my parents were uber haters. Uber. I thought they were. They were just hating on me because you know I'm popping. Mm -hmm. You know I. We just moved to this different neighborhood. Like, oh, I will tell you this story. Um, so I didn't go to like the neighborhood school. Okay. I went to a different school. I went to um, Vanderpool Magnet School, ninety fifth and Prospect. So that's was it a private school? No, it wasn't a private school, but it was a magnet school. school. It was yeah, it was a public magnet school. So okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So that was the school I went to. So all of the kids in the neighborhood, mm -hmm. they went to uh, Carroll. So it was the school around the neighborhood. Okay. So I had some friends and um, one of the guys who I went to church with, he decided he was going to have a pool party. Mm -hmm. And he was going to invite certain kids around the neighborhood. I was going because we grew up in church together. So sure. I knew him. And then my really good friend at the time, she was going to go. And there was also, you know, some neighborhood kids. Sure. I knew this one particular boy. He definitely liked me. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, got to the point and my mother was very much the type of, you got to take your sister with you. Mm. No, I'm not going. You getting the hell up out of here. You taking your sister with you. So that would already create an attitude with me. Like, because mm -hmm. I got to take my sister with me. Now you got, now you may, now you may, now, you now me I got to babysit with my sister. Right. right. So then number attitude two came. Plus that's the informer. <laughs> so the attitude two came. He's like, oh, and your dad's going to come to the pool party. Mm. I said, oh, I'm really not going. <laughs> like, absolutely. Oh, no, I am not going. And so just a background during this time, my dad was extremely strict. Like, ooh, like if he didn't know your mama, your daddy, your grandpappy, your, like he had to know everybody mm -hmm. in order for his daughters to be around. Okay. And to say that you couldn't really look at us, Mm -hmm. Don't even look at us because that was going to be a whole thing. Mm. So this point, I knew my dad was going. I, I said, hey, I told my friend, my good friend, her name is Simone. So Simone, I was like, hey, girl, tell that boy he going to this pool party. Tell him don't even talk to me. Like, act like I don't exist. Like, that's how. Let me give you the heads <laughs> right, up. I'm giving look, you the heads up. Look. I told my friend who was having a pool party. I was like, hey. My dad's coming. He was Be like, "Be cautious." And, right, and he knew who my dad was, and he was like, "Ooh." I was like, "Yeah." So your boy, don't look, don't look at me, don't talk to me, don't nothing. Even still, like up until the week of the party, I'm like, I'm not going. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, you getting up out of here? You getting up out of this house? You and your sister, y'all both leaving?" And I'm like, "Oh no, not if crazy Albert going." Mm. So came to the day of the pool party, and you know, talk about Judge Dread. Um, the boy lived like around the corner. So I think I ended up walking to his house and I'm just praying. I'm like, God, just please let him be at work. I'm nervous. 
but you know when you're nervous and you but you pissed mm. and I, I because I know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. like I know my dad is gonna embarrass the hell out of me like I just I feel it in everything in me mm-hmm. I just knew he was gonna embarrass right me. so we get to the pool party and stuff and to say that it was a above ground pool and I get into the pool and you know how you you're in a pool and your friends are in one area I was literally all the way on the other side of the pool <laughs> by myself. Again, mm-hmm. I knew who I knew my audience. You didn't want to be, be around dude. No, right. I didn't want to be around nobody. Mm-hmm. I I was like, if the girls, if I'm around the girls, then the boy's gonna come. Listen, the man is crazy. Mm. So again, he was like, we were at the party. He wasn't there. I was like, oh, maybe he forgot about it. Maybe he won't come. Dun, dun, dun. I turned around and there he was. Mm. I said, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and the 12 disciples. Mm. So again, the guy was there and he just kept coming swimming around me. Bruh, I know they told you. I'm going to tell you. Don't come anywhere near me like my dad's here and he's not that one. Mm-hmm. So the whole time, I got one corner of my eye on my daddy. I got my other corner of my eye on this guy. And then my sister is just sitting over there like, mm, this is about to be a mess. Like, she just, I mean, she's not trying she's to stop there, it. She's sitting there with, or a, bag, with, a, like with a bag of popcorn. So, waiting for waiting for everything to pop off. So, the boy comes up, is um, going around me like a shark. Basically, mm. if I was bleeding, uh, just fish in the water and you about to pounce and just tear my whole life up. Mm-hmm. My dad reached in the pool grab this boy by his skin and was just like don't touch my daughter to say I was mortified I was mortified again you have to think of a kid is in a pool he don't have no shirt on so you literally are grabbing skin and to say this man reached in the pool to grab this boy Mm. And I remember just standing there and all the kids and you know, it's like, what is that? The record stopped, the music stopped, everybody just, you can hear a mouse pissing on cotton. It was so doggone quiet. And all I could say was like, he didn't even touch me. That was the only word that I got out of my mouth. I literally got up out that pool. I went downstairs. They had a little downstairs changing area. And I'm literally hearing everybody call my name like Bomba. I literally went downstairs. I put on my little towel and I walked my happy tail with my really disturbed tail. Head held high and I walked home. Mm. And my mother, you know, my mother's like, well, what are you doing here? I said, your husband humiliated me. And by this time, that's when I bust out in tears. I'm like, I don't understand why he did this. I don't have any friends in this neighborhood. And he just really, not only was, I was not only hurt, but I was so mad because I, and I told my mother, I was like, I told you I didn't want to go because this was going to happen. And mm-hmm. he humiliated me in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I remember that the reason why I remember that so much, because my mother, she knew how upset I was. So this was a time that she actually, um, I went and took a shower she was like, well, go take a shower. And I was, she was like, go lay down. Mm-hmm. She, Cause I was just literally just bawling, crying. And she was literally like, and you can close your door. That's a big thing because mm-hmm. I grew up in a house. You don't close no doors in my house. Hell no. I mean, it was a couple of times my, my doors was no bills in sitting here. on the side mm-hmm. of the, um, 
it was taken off the hinges you because don't pay no bills, I was feeling myself and you know you she had no my mother let me know that you know you don't so my house yeah alright okay so mm-hmm. we digress and I remember my dad coming in into the room and I remember I had a bunk bed and I was sleeping on my bottom bunk and I was literally by the wall and I was still crying because I was just so like literally pissed off and hurt by him. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, you know, Vonnie, turn around. And I'm like, no. I'm like, I just can't believe you did that. Like, he didn't do anything. Like, you don't trust me. You act like I'm out here being crazy and doing stuff, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you. I think that was like one of the first times I ever heard my dad say he was sorry. Mm. Like, and he was just like, I just, he was like, I didn't know. I couldn't. I was like, but and it was like at that point it was just like, you have to trust me yeah like at that point it's just like especially when you got a teenager and stuff like that it's like as a parent you you definitely want to hover over them so much like because at that point you feel like that's when they need you the most but that is when you have to loosen those strings because it was just you know I mean I told my dad I forgive him I didn't so, like, at what, so at what point did you? Um, to be honest, it wasn't until probably I went to maybe college. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because it was a lot of little things. Because I was very much of a person who I'll hold on to stuff. It will just be like, um, I wouldn't say it. Okay. But I will let it simmer. Mm. And when I tell you I would just blow up on you, I would just... You were one of those people. Yeah, I was very much one of those people. So I didn't understand how to let certain stuff go. So you finally let go of it during college. So it it was literally... Because college was, especially my freshman year, it was really... It was a shell shock. Because that was like my first time being away from... I wanted to go away from home. Like, Mm -hmm. real far. I didn't go that far. But I wanted to go as far away from home as I could but I didn't but it was kind of glad I did because ended up having some health challenges and stuff like that so it made sense but being away helped me to understand my parents okay like being being away being in an environment where I literally had to figure stuff out like Mm -hmm. I literally had to figure out you know classes and being being responsible for Siobhan Mm-hmm. Like outside of my parents, like I gotta be responsible for right. me, and it was like I kind of understand. I saw things different. Okay. And so it was just like at that point, it was me and my dad had a conversation. I was like, you know, I forgive you, and he was just like, for what? Because right. <laughs> I mean, he for this thing like, I've been holding right, on to for like, the past like you know, know five point like, five point three years. Been, right. Right. <laughs> you have no idea everything I've been, but I was like, I forgive you. Yeah. Like, I understand. I understand, but I don't understand. But at the end of the day, I forgive you. And I had to literally learn forgiveness. Like to say, I was one of those people who would hold on to something. So, I, I, what I'm about to say on myself. I was so bad. Like when I blew up on somebody or something like that, I would bust blood vessels in my eye. Oh God. Which is insane because I would be that angry. 
and that pissed off at somebody. Like, I will be. That's a lot, dude. Yeah, that's, a, I mean, because it wasn't like it was one. I think that, I think that, that happened a that lot. <laughs> right. I was like, that happened quite a bit, like, in high school. But that was because I didn't understand. Yeah, you and your own on that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, it, and I, like I said, I've definitely grown. But it was, it was understanding, like, when you have so much built up in you. And you don't know how to release it. Not only talking about it, but I was angry about a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. I was angry about a lot. Right. But I, it wasn't, I didn't have an avenue. Okay. Because it was very much, I felt like, I just I just couldn't trust nobody like that. So it's just like, and understanding forgiveness like that. So for me, I had to learn how to forgive because it started to take a toll out on me, like, physically. Right, like, right. Like, it's just like, girl. Which is definitely like, a problem. Like, you, you busting blood vessels in your right. eyes? Right, like, your eyes, like, jeez. I think, I, I think it was, like, after the second time, I was like, yeah, this is a, because it was, the first time it was a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a little, it was kind of a little blood vessel. But that second time, it took, it was like my whole, mm. it almost looked like I wow. had the pink eye. Like, it was God. like. It was bad, and it was just like, what in the hell? Yeah, I don't think I've ever, matter of fact, I know I've never gotten that bad. I think it was, you know, because I always get people that, you know, quick to say, like, you know, you know, I know you from California, you know, y'all laid back and stuff, and da-da-da-da. And I always laugh when, in my inside when I hear people say that, because I'd be like... You know, we had gang wars. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 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 I mean, we ain't that damn laid back. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, motherfuckers get shot over over scuffing a nigga's shoes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's we, kind of real over we, here. Like, you know, like, we, we ain't that laid back. Don't you know, like, like, right. Like, you know, um, so, you know, but at the same time, like, you know, I, I don't like to argue. It's been the one thing that I, I didn't, I didn't grow up seeing that, mm. you know? Um, so I don't particularly care to argue. I'll debate. Mm-hmm. I have a conversation with you, give you the facts, outline the facts, give my point of view. You know, we can either agree to disagree, whatever the case is, it may have you uh, after that. Um, but you know, when, when it came down to uh, forgiveness, you know, that was definitely much like you said, that was that was something that I had to learn. Um, and, and it was a tough lesson you know it was not a it wasn't an easy one um at all and it's uh it's it is definitely um what's what i'm looking for it's it's therapeutic actually oh very much i think once you once you actually let go Mm -hmm. right once you actually let go um and you take your hands off of it right like like i remember um again you know, being at, at, at Power Lunch, right? And I remember uh, Reverend Wiley asked uh, everyone in the audience, he said, hey, because the, the, where, where, where Power Lunch used to take place was at the old movie theater um, at Union Station, mm-hmm. right, in D.C. And so, of course, you know, you're sitting in the seat and there's a seat in front of you, right? So he asked everybody, to say, he said, okay, I need, I, I need everyone in the house to stand up, right? He says, just stand up. He said, no, um, place... Place both hands on the chair in front of you, right? So you had to do that. He said, now, take your left hand and raise it, right? He said, now just look around. This is how most of us 
go through life. We keep one hand on a situation, Mm. right? (laughs) Trying to control it. Mm. And yet at Mm. the same time, we place this other hand up and we say that we're giving it to God. Right? Mm. No, you're not. No. (laughs) Because you're still trying to control it, you know? And, and 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 I think even before that, I think he said, you know, the fact is that like, you know, having both hands on a situation means that you have no open hands to, to, to receive any type of help, assistance, mm-hmm. you know, or even catch any of the, the, the good stuff that might come to you, right. you know. And so by taking one hand off, it's like you're still trying to control the situation and at the same time give it to God. And he said, and the reality is that take both hands off of it, you know. To me, in hearing that, I view that as being that's forgiveness. When you when you put when you take your hands off oh, of it, yeah, right, and you accept whatever it is that may come, I'm choosing to forgive you for this action, for whatever reason that led to it to take place. I'm letting that go. I'm giving that piece up to God. You know. Um, me trying to control you or the situation or, you know, try to prevent it from, like, I don't have that power. I don't, you know, I can talk to you and tell you and say, hey, you know what? Remember that time when you did X, X, Y, and Z? Like, you know, this is how it made me feel, you know, but I forgive you for that. You know, I forgive you for that. I mean, I no longer will hold that over you, you know. Um, and that right there, I think, I think there's such a, there's such a release at that point. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like you literally are, it, it's like you're more but so. But you mean it though. And, and true, some people Because some people don't. just say Some it, people do just say And then it. you just still holding on to right. it. But when you actually like let it go and that's the thing that always kills me because i always you know i've heard some people be like you know oh i forgive you but i ain't gonna forget so are you really forgiving me then yeah no because you know what it, it i am forgiving you for okay but I, I would be a fool to sit here and completely trust that you won't that that won't okay so that's that's a different difficult thing because like say for instance as far as when my father and stuff is concerned i we understood like i understood i forgive you dude Mm -hmm. like for everything right everything that happened like i forgive you and i know that that is a genuine thing like i'm it's not like i'm leery or one eye open or he'll do it again and Mm -hmm. the reason why i'm like that is because I don't have to worry about that. Like, right. because whatever that's done, he is literally like, no, I made a conscious effort not to do that. Right. And even if I do do that, like, hey, I I think, or, you know, I could say, hey, daddy, you remember, like, you talking to me like that. Like, when you address me like that, that's not, mm-hmm. that takes me back mm-hmm. to how you made me feel that time. Oh, that is not what I meant. So when I'm saying I forgive you, I do forgive you. But understand, people do slip up. Oh, absolutely. Like, and if you slip up, it's it's no problem with you slipping up. And if you so happen to slip up to do something that remind me something, that's what I'm saying. I forgive you. I'm not gonna forget. 
Okay. That at least that's the way I take it. Okay. And Fair that's enough. that's to still hold the person accountable to say like, hey, if I am, I truly want to be forgiven for what I did. I'm not perfect, and then to understand that I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. I may slip up and do some stuff. Right. So if I slip up and do some stuff, please understand I didn't mean to. I mean, because it goes back to to like we said said before, like at the end of the day, like our parents are human. You know right. what I'm saying? So. You know, I, I think that, um, and thank you for for explaining that even because I mean, because I thought where you were going with that, and you was about well, to cut my head off. I mean, no, nah, I wasn't <laughs> gonna, I wasn't gonna cut the head off, but it is something that that I've heard. And again, I think that, I think even in that, right, it, it takes a level of effort is required from the person who is forgiving. Absolutely. Right. To, to to then not want to because I mean because of course in, in conversation or argument or depending on, on who you are right it's easy absolutely it's easy like you know mm-hmm. like 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 it's it's so interesting right because of course there's that 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 aspect of that dynamic of like you know Erica Badu's bag lady right mm. right <laughs> Like, like, like you got that, like you got that, like this is, this is, this is your <laughs> arsenal over here, you know? So sometimes I think that like, you know, while it's it, 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 like right, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, Hey, you know, yes, I forgive you. You know, I'm, 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 you know, I appreciate like, you know, we're at this place and stuff, but it's like the minute we get into a conversation about something or if the conversation goes in a direction to where it is, it's uncomfortable for someone. Right. Or let's say the person who was hurt. Right. And it's like, it's like almost like, you know, not, not, now you want to be quick, draw McGraw because you got this bag of like, you know, of these darts of like everything that, 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 that has transpired or, you know, this hurt that you were, were feeling. It's like, you know, and you over here like ready to start flinging, like, you know, flinging darts like a straight ninja, like, hey, like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? So, so are you really letting it go? But you, you have to understand, but I think that sometimes that's how some parents are. Like mm-hmm. that's some sometimes parents are very like you know some parents some parents are just very emotionally abused. True, true. Like say so, that again. And <laughs> and understanding like an emotional abusive person, they have no problem with throwing anything back in your face. Right. Any and everything back in your face. However, if you do that to them, then it was like, oh my god, how can you do that to me? Like. <gasps> You you are so you know that made, was the and past made, and, and I made you breakfast the other day exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, but that's but sometimes, but even the forgiveness comes in that that's but that's also to understand of well that's kind of a different thing of understanding somebody like that I can forgive you, but I deal with you at an arm's length. Mm-hmm. Like I can still forgive you, like right. but I understand with you. I'm not. I'm never going to forget because you're never going to let it go. Right. And that's kind of hard. Like if you have a parent, like if that's you and your parents' relationship, like which is crazy because some people actually do have like I like that that that's insane to me. It is like you have some parents that are literally like you know like they are vindictive against their their own children. You you mad at me about something I did when I was five? Right. Like I'm I'm 35 years old. Right. I was literally. Actually, if I'm five, blame yourself because I learned that from you. Okay, mommy, daddy. I'm sorry. I'm I learned sorry. that I from spilled, you. I'm sorry. Right, I'm I spilled sorry. Paint, I spilled that. Paint, paint on I'm the, sorry. Like you know, I was in the bathroom by myself. I'm sorry that you know I tried to hide. Like, 
which is utterly insane to me because as a parent, it's just like, what are you teaching your child that you're literally bringing something up that you did when I was five or 10 years old? Like, really, daddy? Really, mommy? And, but a lot of times that though, that's passed down from their parents. Well, my parents, they never forgive me for something. But at the end of the day, at some point, shouldn't it be you who break that? But, playing devil's advocate, right? What if they don't know how to? But that's when therapy like comes into play. Look, you know what? And so here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, and, I, and I'm gonna say this. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and you know, I'm, I might catch some flag from it. You know, look here. If you are black, African American, African Islander. You got skin pigmentation to where it is that you're not a colonizer. Let's just call it what it is. Go see a therapist. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Go see a therapist. Like, that needs like, to be like, something like, in the black Like, 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 What's going on in your head? True, and help you learn, Just you know, learn and learn life. how to and learn how to deal with 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 these emotions that that we have. Like mm-hmm. that's the like that's the thing. Like you know, one of the things that that you know, as we were, you know, in development of even even this show, right? Like we don't want any bashing, right? Like it's mm-hmm. not like 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 we don't want to do any bashing. The reality is is that. As, I want to bash. I will bash bash behavior, though. Like I will bash that. I will bash. Well, I'll discuss why it is. I won't necessarily even bash bad behavior because realize again we're talking about sometimes generational curses. We're talking about sometimes, you know, how it is that that someone, you know, much like you know with the Kevin Hart thing we we're watching, you know, we were saying like you know the reality is that he couldn't tell you who his grandfather is. He's never seen his dad's dad. Mm-hmm. You know, couldn't even pick him up and pick him out in a lineup. You know, but you can tell that basically based on how it is that his dad is it obviously that there was not necessarily something that was done correctly, correctly mm-hmm. you know so it's like you know I, I don't want to necessarily you know bash the behavior but we can sit and talk to identify the behavior and, and, and again going back to the earlier point that's what you get to do in therapy you get to sit down talk about it and learn how to really be able to talk about it and communicate it effectively so that you have a better understanding of your emotional state, right? And then that way you're able to sit there and talk with someone calmly, you know, or share with someone how it is that you're feeling as opposed to, to popping off and, you know, yelling and, you know, wanting to throw out all type of you know, cuss words and, 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 and whatnot. Like, you know, that that is definitely one of those things of where um, I think that a lot of us need help with. You know, mm-hmm. I know even for me, I go see a therapist, okay? I do, straight up, you know, because it, it, it helps, you know. It, it helps to know how to 
navigate my feelings. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, like that, like like that's it. Like you, you need a, you know, you need a roadmap for that. You know, like these, these are, like like never realize that none, none of us are are above needing help. You know, I think I don't think any of us are mm-hmm. above needing help. You know, um, you I mean, know. step one is like the therapist, but step two is also like, or a part of the steps is forgiveness. Like mm-hmm. you, it, but and like they always say, forgiveness is not for that person; it's literally for you. Oh, absolutely. Because to understand, like after you honestly forgive. Right. Like somebody for something, like be it a parent or whatever. When you release that, yeah, it is amazing what a what that does. It's it's literally like like taking into consideration this. Imagine yourself in the ocean, right, with a vest on, with a life vest that's got weight in it. Mm. Okay. So you you sinking. Exactly. You're struggling, but you're sinking. You know, but so you the don't man, so, let no so, so 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 you're looking at it as into like I need this preserver, right? Because this is a life preserver, mm-hmm. it's supposed to help me keep afloat. But the motherfucker got weights in it, and you know it's got weights in it, mm-hmm. and you know that it's bringing you down. But you steady looking at it as it's a preserver. I don't want to let let it go. So you're telling yourself mentally, right? You're conditioning yourself mentally that I, I can't let go of this because I need to hold on to this because by letting it go, then I'm going to not be able to, to swim. Or I'm not gonna or I'm gonna drown without realizing that you're already, but I'm drowning. already drowning. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the minute you take that off, right? The minute you, because because the re, the reality is, right, and it's just a little scientific fact, right? The human body naturally floats. Mm-hmm. You know, naturally floats. If you actually just relax, relax, right? It just it, you actually naturally float. So you just ride with the wave. You know, it only becomes a thing where you actually start to sink. When is it? You're fighting, fighting against against mm-hmm. the natural order of things, right? So if the natural order of things is to be at peace with not only oneself but to be at peace with other people, right? Forgiveness helps to deal with that or help that natural order of things take place so that you're not fighting you know so come on for life. hey man look here I, i'm i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it again life. look i'm gonna say it again because you know me i'm a huge will smith fan all right oh, here we go look i'm just saying all right oh this is world reference hey what, like i don't look but i'm just saying okay. like straight up that's my mentor all right straight up he don't know it yet, but it's <laughs> my mentor, okay? Like, you know, so if anybody happen to know, Will, like, personally, definitely, you know, send him this link, you know, tell him about the show, tell him about the reference. Yeah. Hook a brother oh up. Gosh. Come on. Let's make it happen. Um, but no, like, you know, and, and again, like, right, I think to... Um, you know, in 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 while we're on that on that that piece, right? One of the things that I did definitely heard uh, will mention was about the fact of love, right? Because to also forgive, right, means it's 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 done out of a, a act of love, right? Um, and so he he mentioned the fact of like you know no longer doing like or viewing love as L O V E but L U V, right? Which means that you know I'm gonna listen, right? I'm gonna listen. I'm going to understand and I'm going to validate, mm-hmm. right? So, and sometimes I think that, you know, when it comes for us, I think sometimes for people, 
to to help with forgiveness, right? Means that the person that you're talking to and who did the wrong is actually listening mm-hmm. and making it a point to understand what exactly that they did that really truly hurt. Mm-hmm. But that also means that the person who's expressing it has to be able to express it in a way to which it is that it can also be received too. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now, look, I ain't no saint. Yes, I definitely have people in my life who I have hurt, and I know that there's, they're definitely like you know, and even and even with with my son, you know, I'm sure that there have been those moments, not necessarily like intentionally, but maybe unintentionally, mm-hmm. you know. But I can tell you right now, if you come at me and you yelling at me. And stuff, then that's you that, go that's not gonna work. work. It's it's really not gonna go over because I'm I'm instantly shutting down. Like oh, you know one of those moves. I always tell you what, you deal with that. <laughs> I'm gonna go run to the store, and hopefully when I get back, you'll be in a much better <laughs> calm you know state to want to have a, a a conversation. Um, my 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 previous therapist would always tell me that there's a difference between having a uh, a destructive conversation versus a constructive argument Mm. you know Mm -hmm. you can definitely have a conversation and it'd be everything that's said can definitely rub someone the wrong way Mm -hmm. and then i find it it's interesting because then the person wants to then feel like well wait a minute you know for every action is a reaction, right? So if you're yelling, my reaction may not very well be to yell back. To yell back, right? My reaction might be one of like to walk off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and it's like you know, and it's not necessary to say it's not necessary to say. Well, you know what? Fuck you and what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not that whatsoever. But right now, the way in which it is that you're approaching it is not going to achieve the desired result that you want nope not at all that ultimately that, that, that you want or ultimately and really not even that you want really what we need right mm-hmm. this is a we mm-hmm. and, and and that's another thing like like when it comes down to to um even with with, with parents right you know getting back, back back on track with the factor of, of parents um it is a we it is you know Every, but you every, have to really under you have to make your parents understand it's a week. Because you do. for them because you do. because again, I'm not a parent, but I know that in some in talking with my parents, they very much my mother still says all the time, You'll think you my mother. You mm-hmm. know, you're the child, I'm the mother. Like mm-hmm. that used to always be her thing. Mm-hmm. You're the child, I'm the mother. Like my, I know you're wrong. I got it, girl. Mm-hmm. Like I know you're wrong. However, right. what you're saying right now is not being received to me very well. Like it is, I'm getting this resentment. Like, or it could be a thing of where, right? I understand where you're coming from, but please realize that how you're presenting it is not coming from a loving. Yeah, it's not a loving place. A, a, a place, it's, right? It's, it's, it's very more. It's more. Judge, judge right, like, right. It's definitely more. I don't so, need you to be judging me right, right. now. <laughs> Like mommy, daddy, stop judging me. Right, right. That, but that, and I think that is kind of that's the hardest part. And then that is the hard. And as a child, that's the hardest part in dealing with your parents. I know for me, it became a very part. Mine was definitely being able to express myself, mm-hmm. and then being able to express myself without feeling like I'm hurting 
everybody's feeling. Okay. And that and but then that's where it comes as, you know, in the whole forgiving process. And I definitely my therapist, she definitely helped me with this. Is that um for me it was like emotions was always a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And I just I refuse to show if I'll show emotion. Hence why I would just snap. Mm. Like that was all my fuse, but I didn't know how to, you know, for me, like if I show emotions, that's a weakness. I'm not showing you my weakness. I'm not going to show you that you hurt me. Like, no, you just mm. gonna have to figure it out on your own, which makes no sense. No. Because if at the end, if the end of the day you hurt me and I want, you know, I feel like you should be given forgiveness but I don't express it and I don't show it, then fool, who knows you hurt besides me and the voices in my head. Right. So in understanding that, especially with my parents and my therapist definitely helped me. She was just like, you have to learn how to say anything, how to say things without emotion. That's why when I'm upset, I don't talk. Mm -hmm. Like I am very much a person. I will come back to you like a couple of hours later. Okay. Like because in my and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Right. But that's but that's something that we had to work with. It. And and I know definitely with definitely with me and my dad's relationship, mm-hmm. when we're both hot, mm-hmm. we have to. It's very much you know, especially I live here and he's back in Chicago, and sometimes he'll get on that phone and he'll just get the cursing and he'll get the yelling. I'm like, hey, okay, good day. Right. And it's a click. Right. And I'm not, you know, I, I will always say anytime, I love you, I'm hanging up. Bye. Because I just feel like it's just a thing with me. Like, you have to say bye. Like, right. just don't hang up on somebody because right. that's just rude. <laughs> so I'm like, I love you. Bye. Right. But I understand, like, he's hot. Mm-hmm. And it could be directed at me or it could not be. But whatever it is, he's upset. Right. And in turn, I'm upset. Mm-hmm. So at this point, nothing that is we ain't hearing each other on nothing right at this point we just trying to see who can yell louder Mm -hmm. or who can try to quote unquote make their point right because that's my dad's thing i'm 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 trying to make a point i'm trying i'm not trying to hear your point like that's literally right how we are but understanding when the therapist and she i will never forget she said you have to talk from a calm place yeah she was like until you're at a place where you can come and she was like your voice doesn't get high or until you can adequately adequately express yourself. That's why it's like, even still when I'm mad, I will write. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely have learned like writing has been my thing. I will literally, I have journals at home that literally sure. just have pages of just you writing down. Ooh, your th- yeah. baby. I yeah. just, who I, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. the way I will scribble. But it will literally help me. And then it will help me in explaining to my father mm-hmm. or whoever, like, this is why I'm upset. Right. Like, I'm, uh, you doing yeah. that did this. Right. It That's that's a trigger for me. And this also understanding, like, I know a part of my, you know, with my parents and stuff, it's understanding each other's triggers. Oh, absolutely. Because we like, all got them. To understand, like, you know... It's hard to, you know, saying somebody, oh, I want you to forgive me, but you keep getting my triggers. Like, you keep going after, you don't want forgiveness. You right. just want to see me pop off. Right. 
So then there's it's like, a, fine, I know how to deal uh, with you. There's a that's book. when you get done with, that's when you right. get dealt with with an arm's length. Right. There's a book, um, and, uh, oh my God, I can't remember the name of it. I'm going to go look it up. But I think it had something, I think it was something titled like, you know, uh, giving access to my control panel or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it talked about that factor, right? Right. And it was like, you know, realizing the 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 access that that, that we give people, mm-hmm. right? So and, and that and that comes like like with, with me and my dad, it was like you know we uh, we played what what I like to refer to as we played we played verbal chess, right? And it was like anticipation, like, you know, okay, I know you're going to come with this. So when you come with this, and I'm going to say this and do the, you Ooh, know, I got you. It, right. Checkmate. And, and I always knew that, like, you know, I always knew when it is that I would like really get my dad because he'd be quiet. Like, he'd be quiet. Like he'll shut up for like five minutes, five, 10 minutes and stuff. And then like, he had to regroup. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, like, I'll never forget, like, you know, um, we were, uh, on my, it was me, him and my mom, we were in the car on our way to drop him back off in Baton Rouge after coming from New Orleans. And, um, you know, we got in a huge, huge argument. And my mom was like, you know, like, I mean, to the point where, like, I'm I'm, I'm driving in, like, you know, that anger meant to where, like, I look down and I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm not, like, I'm doing, like, 85 on a, on a 45, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, like, one of those, and, you know, my mom was just like, I need you to slow down. Stop yelling at me, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it was, it was yes, definitely. Yeah, that was an insane car ride. Right, no, it's crazy car ride, you know. But I remember my dad sitting there and he said, you know, um, he made this, you know, he pulled the what I referred to as a sympathy card, right? Because he sat there and he was like, "Well, you know what? That's fine." He was like, "You know, you can just go ahead and take take me to take take me to the river, so I can go ahead and throw myself off the bridge, and so ain't nobody gonna be worried <gasps> so about dramatic. it." So dramatic. No, like super dramatic. And I sat there and like slowed up, and I turned around and looked at him. I said. Just let me know what 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 direction, what street, like you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, like, that was mean. And it was like it was it was mean as shit. I'm not gonna lie, it was mean as hell. But it was one of those things where, bro, like you're not about to sit in this car and play and play like the the, the, the sim- sympathy card. Like, come on, man, you know. And it was like, you know, and he sat there and like he got quiet. Like when I said, I was like, sure, just let me know which 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 point you want me to drop you off at. Like, you know, do you want me to stand there oh, and wow. witness it while you while you jump? You know what I'm saying? Like, I got the camcorder in the trunk, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just for documentation, period. Point parts because oh, I don't. Real want, problem. No, I was because when I say we were having this argument, I mean like literally. This is this was, oof. That was that was one of them live ones, man. Like you know. And then he got quiet, like you know, he sat sat back. He didn't say nothing for like a good ten minutes in the car. He was like, he's like, I ain't gonna do that. He's like, you know, no way in the world I'm gonna let someone drive me to that point to where. And then I looked and I was like, yeah, looked in the view. I was like, yeah, I don't know why you even said that dumb ass shit because ain't none of us believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, what I'm saying like it's just one of them things. Like Stop man, using like that. right, <laughs> exactly. Like come on, Stop you know, like that. like we 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 did we family, man. Like, you know, like, like, come on, like, you know, so, so definitely, you know, having access to, to, to that panel. But I think that, you know, um, again, with, with the, with the forgiveness, right. It is just a, um, it's a journey bottom line, you know, it's, it's a journey and it's something that, that requires all parties to work at it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not a it's not a one sided thing. Mm-hmm. However, 
as the person who is being the person of forgiving someone realize the benefit that it has for you you know um it's not so much to free the other person it's you it's it's clearly to free you from having something to weigh you down and make you feel like like you got to carry it with you mm-hmm. you know you really and that's don't. the thing like they're not carrying that with them right you are right exactly and so exactly but like you were saying as far as with the Erica Badu and the bag lady and then just being in the water if you're in the water and I got all these bricks I got to let some of this go right like and I can't like like let it go and still kind of hold on to it like no in order to save my life because it's about self and that's the whole thing I always say self-preservation is about self right and forgiveness is about self like I have to preserve me like that's the moment where you can be selfish but you need to be selfish right right because at the end of the day if you're drowning Mm -hmm. and you're the only one who's the you're the only one who's there, like, baby, yeah. let it go. Right. You about right. to literally kill yourself because, oh, I'm so mad at them. And do you understand at your funeral, ain't nobody going to sit up here and remember why you was pissed? Right. And the reality, like, understand and, and, that. And the reality is, and even and even, even with, with, with that metaphor, right? Like, realize we on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> okay? We in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> you in the middle of the motherfucking you in the ocean. Like, like, I'm on the boat. Like, right? like, like, like they on like, the boat and you in the water. Right, like, like you so, know, like, G- baby genius. Like, okay. you know, I've come, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that person has come to terms with what they've done. And the reality is, is like, because you've put them in a place to where, okay, cool. I realize that, like, all right, you're hurt. In order to deal with you, I have to deal with my hurt. Your hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've shown that this is going to be the person that you're going to be, which means that mm-hmm. now I, I now you're placing me in a position to where it is I need to operate accordingly when dealing with you, mm-hmm. and in dealing with that hurt, that might mean that I don't want to deal with you. Yeah, I, but that's like I mean, like dead ass. You like, know what I'm saying? And, like, and you get, and especially if it comes to your peace, right? Like nothing is worth your peace. Exactly. Like this could be your parent. Like, right. it's just, it's some parents that, you know, some, you know, some children and their parents, they cannot have a relationship. It's just, it's not right. doable. Right. It's not doable for peace. Right. That is very extreme. And to understand, like, you have taken all measures in order right. for you to get to that point. Right. But if it comes to that point, understand, at your peace, again, when you let that go, even if I'm saying that I can no longer deal with you, mm-hmm. I'm still freeing myself up. Exactly. Like exactly. I'm, I'm literally, I am still freeing myself up. I'm not pissed off at you. Right. You could call me funny because I don't really mess with you no more. You know, right. she can be sedated. Like I will never forget my aunt. You know, we got to this real big argument one time, and you know, she it was me, <laughs> it was me, my sister, and my mother against her and her daughter, and she we was going back and forth for something, and she called us. Uh, what did she call us? She got us us some sedity bitches, mm. and I was like, <gasps> I was like, mm. at what point did we become sedity? Like, thank you. And she was like, that is not a compliment. I was like, I don't know how you don't think that's a compliment. But I, what I understood is that I knew her. Mm-hmm. I knew her as a way of 
if it's something, she will try to do jabs at you to hurt you. Right. Honey, calling me Diddy is not... That ain't no jab. You better get up early in the morning. Right. Like. That was, I'm, working, I'm trying to be Sadiddy. Like, I got two pennies. I know Sadiddy. Like, that was my attitude. And, you know, again, but that pissed her off, though. Right. Like, that really. And she didn't talk to me for at least a year. Because realize that some people are literally saying things with the intent to get a rise, right? Did you ever see. Um, what was it uh, from the Batman from the Dark Knight series, where the Heath Ledger as as mm-hmm. the Joker, and it was a, it was a statement in in there by um, from a, a homeboy that was playing Albert, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, he said there's some men that just want to see the world burn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which means that. There's really no logic. Mm-hmm. There's no having a calm discussion. Mm-hmm. Like realize that, you, and some of us have those people in our lives, mm-hmm. right? It's literally the person that literally, like, no matter what the fuck is going on, they're always going to come with that negative thought, mm-hmm. right? And 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 that and have it being come from a parent obviously is way more hurtful I think than, than anything having it come from an aunt and uncle you can kind of put that person at arm's distance right or just point blank I'm not fucking with you but when, when it comes from a from, from a parent in, in, in that well, essence well, it's and, not from a child or like, even from, from like, a child right that's exactly a type of hurt. like they're right that's a totally different type, type of hurt you know because it's like okay where did we go wrong yeah. hello like 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 like, like what, what like what, part what did we mess up like let's what, have a discussion what did, like, like right like what what, what we did do? what did I do to make you feel like you really gotta approach me like that and it and it very well might be something to where it is that it's just an area that hasn't been has not been discussed and there has mm-hmm. not been any forgiveness yet you know so I so again um, yeah my personal final thought from that is just you know. Um, two things therapy amen seek help get it if you need it all right it well and, and you know if you need it we all need it go we get the help go get it okay go get it like all go right? find you and a lot of people if you have insurance they cover that true in your insurance true. like they cover that if you have an hmo if a ppo you know sometimes your visit can be twenty dollars every time you go visit Go visit. That is the best twenty dollars right. that you will ever spend, because that's an investment on you. Again, it's an like, investment on your mental health again, and emotional your, health. Your mental stress kills. It does. It literally kills. It is too many like people, especially African Americans in their forties and stuff, dying over strokes and heart attacks, and just it's insane. And a lot of that is to deal with stress. Right. Like it's, it ain't worth it. Not at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna get out of my soapbox. No, but no, that, but no, that 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 is that is a, a very um, good thing. I think we'll you know uh, we'll we'll come back and address that at a, at another time. Um, but you know, uh, second thing, um, yeah, get forgiveness. Get out of jail. You know, take that take take that life vest of bricks off and and swim to the boat. Okay, swim to the boat. Or the near shore, or wherever you guys. If you to. can't swim, just float. You know, yeah, they, they gonna float. come and get you. Yep, pretty much. But they can't come and get you if you're down at the bottom. Pretty day, truth, that, dead ass. So yeah, just you know, chill out. Right. 
You know. You. You know, you could sing this little light of mine. I think it was a movie or something. That, you know, somebody was in the middle of the ocean. I, th- I think it was something. And somebody was like in the middle of the ocean and it was flooding. It was like this little light of mine. Right. I'm going to, like, yeah, sing this little light of mine. Um, my kind of final thought is about this is, again, forgiveness, forgive for you. Like, yes, this person may have hurt you. They have made, have done something just what you feel is unforgivable. But to hold on, holding on to that is so much more worse for you. To be honest, in order for you to get to a point where you can just be around or just because being angry and not forgiving has a way of making a person just not very nice to be around. Like, not an attractive person like it literally it it does it's a whole aura right. it throws off your aura don't let nobody tear up your aura or fuck off your cheek yeah yeah screw it right like yoga can only do so much exercising can do so much this forgiveness is about your mental physical and spiritual health that is a part of your whole health your whole wellness that it it's a whole thing so in understanding like Forgive just so you can be fly. Right. Like, literally. Like, fly. Yeah, that's what I gotta say. Forgive so you can be fly. There you go. <laughs> that's it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit fathershould.org and check out our other episodes. Follow us at underscore fathershould on Instagram and Twitter.